to satisfy their desires. They brag loudly about themselves and they flatter others to get what they want. The Message Bible says this, these are the grumpers and the belly achers, grabbing for the biggest piece of the pie, talking big, saying anything they think will get them ahead. Have you ever seen anybody like that? that that is willing to just say anything to get them an advantage <clears throat> or to get them ahead or to get them favor. Beware of people who are always talking and trying to get favoritism. If we're not careful, what will happen is we will find that all of these people that are showing favor, if you get wrapped up in it, the next thing you know, you're going to start saying, oh, well, they, they really need a special treatment or they really need some, uh, you know, to be paid attention to and all of this. Beware. I just have to say that again. Beware of people that's constantly flattering you, constantly telling you, how good a singer you are, how good a preacher you are, how good a a leader you are, how good a person you are, uh, how good uh, all of these things just just overkill, if you will. That's I guess that's what um, you have to look at. It's not nothing wrong with telling somebody they're a good singer, but if you're overkilling it so that you can get favor with that person. I know people that want to uh, get in favor with, the pastor's children, so that they can have the favor of the pastor. They want to uh, uh, get in favor. They they will uh, have their kids, um, you know, play with the pastor's kids, date the pastor's kid, uh, all of this just trying to get favor. It, you know, there's nothing wrong with relationships in the church. There's nothing wrong with, uh, you know, uh, uh, fellowship. But this is not fellowship. Jude isn't talking about fellowship. He's talking about people that are looking for favors and favoritism. And they're always uh, looking for a way to get in their foot in the door, if you will, so that they can destroy uh, the things of the church. And that's what these people's out to do. They're out to destroy. So keep that in mind. And then we go on. It says, but Beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. I've never seen, especially lately, people who are just walking after their own lust. It doesn't matter to them what the Bible says. It doesn't matter to them what is being preached. It doesn't matter to them what church they attend. They're still walking after their own lust. Now, I know that Judas is talking about not only just people that come into the church, but it's people that want to come into the church and be leaders that are walking after their own lust. Now, when we read that verse, in the New Living Translation. It says, But you, my dear friends, must remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ predicted. They told you that in the last times there would be scoffers 
whose purpose in life is to satisfy their ungodly desires. And uh, the Message Bible kind of breaks it down into a, a more plainer language. It says, in the last days, there will be people who don't take these things seriously anymore. I think that, I think that uh, is it in a nutshell. People just don't take serving the Lord serious anymore. Uh, people make light. Oh, that's just an old-time preacher wanting you to live holy. You don't have to do all that. That's just a, uh, you know the way that that church believes. You don't have to do all that. So they don't take serving the Lord serious. And, and I like what the NLT version says. It says that they uh, simply uh, treat it like a joke. Uh, and, and, and I guess um, the message Bible it is that says that. It says uh, they don't take these things seriously anymore. That, to me, speaks to our day. How many people do you see that don't take serving the Lord serious? They want to sing, but they don't want to live for the Lord. They want to play music, but they don't want to be dedicated to the Lord. They want to preach, but they don't want to uh, study to show themselves approved. It just seems like everybody just wants to join a club. I call it a club because people want to join a club. And, you know, if you go into the world with all the clubs that they have, uh, you know, and organizations they have, it's usually people that are connected that get the positions. And it's usually people that uh, are connected that, uh, that make light of, of the church. And uh, so, so be careful if you start hearing people come to you and they start making light of, uh, you know, not taking the word of God serious, not taking serving the Lord serious. I like what the message Bible says. In the last days, there will be people who don't take these things seriously anymore. They'll treat them like a joke and make a religion of their own whims and lust. And isn't that what we're seeing today? I think that is one of the uh, greatest illustrations. Uh, you know, I, I use the King James Version as my basis, but I like to use the ESV Version, NLT Version, and I like looking at the Message Bible because the Message Bible kind of breaks it down into our everyday language. Uh, you know, we don't talk in, in thou and and thys and, uh, you know, the, some of the words that are used in the King James Version. We don't we don't talk like that in a, on a normal basis. But uh, when you read the Message Bible, it breaks it down to where we are, uh, I guess, uh, simplified in, in understanding uh, what it's saying. And I like what it says because uh, they, they don't take these things seriously anymore. They don't take the Bible seriously anymore. They don't take holiness seriously anymore. And I've seen people that, that preached holiness and taught holiness, and just as soon as it got to where they wanted to fulfill some lust of the flesh, all of a sudden holiness is thrown out the window. 
all of a sudden they don't they go to the world and find somebody to date or marry. I've never understood that. That's not a that's not a uh, for a saint of God. That's not a choice that is godly. That's an ungodly choice, and that's kind of why in verse number eighteen, let me bring this back up. It says they're walking after their own ungodly lust. So if we're not careful, what's going to happen with these people is they're going to gain the favor of others by not living right. Oh, they they say you don't have to live that. You don't have to do that. And the next thing you know, they're convincing others of their own ungodly lust. Jude said we better beware. We better look. We better know what's going on in our day. And truly, I can read that verse in the Message Bible, verse 18, and it sounds like looking at our day. I'm going to read it one more time. In the last days, there will be people who don't take these things seriously anymore. They will treat them like a joke and make a religion of their own whims and lusts. They'll change everything because they, this is what I feel you need to do. This is what I think you need to do. This is how I see it. So they go start a church, and what do they do? They begin to let people just live any old way because they're out for filthy lucre, money. They're out for numbers. They're out for uh, their own lust, their own ungodly uh, lust, and uh, and and they're they're ruining good people. And, and that's why if somebody's trying to get you to leave a church and trying to get you to walk away from a good, godly, Holy Ghost-filled, word-preaching church, you just look at them and say, I ain't falling for your tricks because they're out there. And Jude said we need to be aware. Jude also said in verse number 19, these are those who separate themselves, sensual, having not the Spirit. So it lets you know that they don't have the Spirit of the Lord. Uh, they cause divisions. They're worldly people. They're worldly people. Oh, this is what the ESV version says. It is these who cause divisions, worldly people devoid of the Spirit. I don't think you can get much plainer than that and see it any plainer than that because these are those who separate themselves, sensual having not the spirit, means that they cause divisions. And it also means they don't have the spirit. Um, they're worldly people. Worldly people. I think that is just such a telling thing in the ESV version. They're worldly people. Now, the NLT version says this. These people are the ones who are creating divisions among you. They follow their natural instincts because they do not have God's Spirit in them. And the Message Bible says this. These are, they, or these are the ones who split churches, thinking only of themselves. There's nothing to them, no sign of the Spirit. 
So if you put all of that knowledge together and all that understanding together of interpretations, you begin to see that these people are worldly people who divide, devour, split churches, uh, have no sign of the Spirit. How many people have you seen split a church only to backslide, only to fizzle out? You know, I've seen people that says, oh, I'm, I'm called to, uh, you know, uh, uh, start a church. And they'll start a church, and it, it lasts a little while, and then it's gone. Was they really called, or was they these people Jude was talking about? You see, some people divide and devour and split churches. Maybe they don't go to start a church. Maybe they just drag people out with them, their family. I've seen family members get mad and leave and drag their family out only to see their family backslide. You see... That's what this is talking about. These people split churches. They, they cause divisions. They're worldly people. They're not godly people. They're not holy people. They're not living right. Or they wouldn't do these things. And uh, the bottom line is, how do you know? Because they don't have the Spirit of God in them. They don't have the Spirit. Very simple, right? Very easy to recognize these people. This Jude's talking about people. He's not talking about, you know, uh, the devil and, and all of that. He's talking about people because we deal with people, right? We deal with people. Now, I know that the Bible says that our warfare is, is not with flesh and blood. We understand that. But also we understand that we're dealing with people that the devil influences or uh, gives uh you know, uh, direction to, if you will. And we have to be aware of that because if people are going to fulfill their own lusts and tell you there's nothing to live in holy, there's nothing to live in right, just call on the name of the Lord and you'll be saved. Stay away from those people. They don't have the spirit of the Lord. They don't have the spirit of the Lord. Verse 20 says, but ye beloved, building up yourselves, build yourself up. On your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Now, I think that's uh, important because uh, we got to build ourselves up. Oh, I like it when somebody sings a song. That, that really encouraged me. Well, that's great. Oh, I like it when that preacher preached uh, that message and got all excited. It excited me. Well, that's that's great too. But you know what? Sometimes... It's just you and God. Sometimes it's just you by yourself, and you got to encourage yourself. you got to build up yourself. And building up, of course, in the uh, Greek, and I want to uh, kind of give us a, a, maybe a little bit of insight into what that's saying. Um, it's basically just saying to rear up, build up, um, to build upon. What are we building upon? Our most, what faith? Holy faith. You see, a lot of people talk about faith, but they don't talk about holy faith. They want to talk about faith they have, faith they invented, faith that they interpreted. But we got to build upon the most holy faith. 
Holiness is still part of our world today that we as saints of God have got to live it. I don't care who comes in and says they got a new revelation or they got a new uh, vision or they got a new understanding. If they're trying to split people up that are living holy, trying to shut a church down that is living holy, trying to do things against people of God that is living holy, that's who Jude's talking about. And he's saying, you got to build yourself up. You got to stay away from these people. You got to not let them influence you because they're worldly people. You know, it's not hard to find worldly people in the church. It's those people that don't take anything serious. They don't care how they dress. They don't care how they look. They don't care what they do. They don't care what they participate in. They're worldly people, but yet they say, I'm saved. That's what Jude is saying to watch out for. Keep yourselves, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Keep yourselves. We got we to gotta keep ourselves. You can't depend on the preacher keeping you. You can't depend on other saints of God keeping you. That's why sometimes when, when, a, when a wife backslides, a husband backslides, the family backslides. Uh, that's why when friends backslide, the friends backslide. You know why? Because uh, they haven't encouraged themselves. They haven't built up themselves. Uh, they, they're there because of the encouragement of others. And there's nothing wrong with encouraging people. We must do that. But we got to understand, and I'll just back up just a little bit. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Keep yourselves. And then look at what this next verse says. And of some having compassion, making a difference. Some people you have to be compassion, compassionate with. And, uh, and I want to go to verse 22 and, uh, we're going to finish this chapter out. So we may go over just a little bit, but, uh, verse 22, um, the message Bible says, go easy on those who hesitate in the faith. And the new living translation says, and you must show mercy to those whose faith is wavering. Have mercy on those who doubt. Don't, don't just write them off. Don't just cast them away. Don't just say there's no hope for them. Have compassion. Have mercy. Try to win them. Try to show them that this is the Word of God. This is That's why we study the Word, so that when somebody comes up and they're worldly-minded and they're following their own lust and they're doing their own thing, you can look at them and say, but let's read the Bible and see what it says. Because the only thing that matters on Judgment Day is what the Bible says, not what a preacher says, not what a, a church says, not what an organization says, not what your friends say, not what your family says. But what does the Word of God say? That's all that matters on Judgment Day. We're going to be judged out of the books. That's right. So we got to have compassion making a difference, and others save with fear. Sometimes you gotta you gotta put the fear in people. <laughs> Used to hear people say, "Oh, I'm gonna put the fear of God in you," and uh, you know, 
sometimes you've got to rescue people with compassion. And sometimes you've got to save others by snatching them out of the fire. you got to show mercy with fear, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. You, We have got, as the people of God, and I know that I wanted to finish up here, we have got to understand as the people of God, we've got to quit letting things that are spotted, ungodly, unholy, continue without a check. That's right, without checking it. Somebody starts living worldly, you need to tell them, wait a minute, we got to live holy. We can't do that. We're Christians. What does Christians mean? Christ-like. That's right, Christ-like. And then others will say, oh, well, that's Old Testament or that's New Testament. Well, we're still part of the New Testament church, and the Old Testament is our schoolmaster. You can't just throw people away. You can't just throw the Word of God away. You've got to try to instruct people in truth, and that's where Bible studies like this come in. So some you got to save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Now, uh, the New Living Translation says, uh, hating the sins that contaminate their lives. We've got to get back to hating sin, not the sinner. I'm going to say it again, not the sinner, but sin. We've got to get back to where sin doesn't entice us, but it repulses us. We got to stand against sin, not against the sinner, but against sin. We've got to love the sinner, try to instruct the sinner. But if if somebody comes into the church and they're walking by their own lusts and they're trying to do their own thing, splitting the church, causing divisions, causing murmurs and complaining and don't have the spirit of God, if you can't teach them and stop them from doing what they're doing, then you've done all you can do. They're going to be uh, what they're going to be regardless if if they have that mindset. But we must show mercy, and we also must sometimes just speak fear to them and tell them, you know, if you don't quit your ways, you're going to hell. Nobody wants to hear that, right? Nobody wants to hear that. Them old-time preachers, they didn't have no filter. You know, I say that filter because they didn't care to just flat out tell you, you're going to hell. You know, people start doing that today and people start walking away. Well, that preacher told me I was going to hell because I was doing this or I was doing that. Absolutely. We need to stand for truth. Others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Now, unto him that is able to keep you from falling, oh, that's good, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God. Notice this. This is Jesus, the only wise God, our Savior. How many saviors are there? One. How many gods are there? One. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. That verse alone tells us that Jesus is God. 
the only wise God, our Savior. Oh, we need the Word of God, don't we? I'm glad that Jude broke it down and started talking about the people that are out to destroy and the people that's out to cause division and the people that are out to bring destruction to the church. I'm glad he taught on that because we need to teach on that today. Beware of people that are worldly, don't have the spirit, and walk after their own lusts and start their own religion and start their own faith of what they think it takes to be saved. Let's take the word of God. How about that? Let's take the word of God. Well, I want to go to the Lord in prayer, and I want us to pray that we will always want to let the Lord lead us and guide us in everything we stand for. I'm not going to stand for something just because a man says, oh, this is what we do. I'm not going to stand for something just because an organization says this is what we believe. I'm going to believe the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. and We thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together.